Hello. Uh, so, in today's episode of Vibe Club, we've got a pretty special episode because we have a guest on today's show. Uh, you're soon going to listen to a interview with a Mr. Toby Clark as we sit down and listen to Dire Straits, Sultans of Swing, and we get a, a little bit of insight and a mini masterclass from the main man, Toby Clark um, <laughs> himself, who is a, uh, a big fan of Mark Knopfler's guitar work and uh, has the skills to boot. So uh, we get a rare little insight into Mark Knopfler through Toby Clark in today's episode. Here we go. Hello. Hello, Toby. That's, that sounds better. That sounds great. And uh, don't it? worry, if there's anything you don't like, I can always cut it out. There we go. Lovely stuff. Well, this is uh, this is the debut, Toby. You are the debut first person that's going to be on this podcast that is not me. So that's pretty special. This is going incredibly well, my end. <laughs> is it working? Right, I'm still here. So what I'm going to do instead is just ditch the headset and just talk to you like this. Like a sensible person. I can hear you and you sound awesome. That's great. I'm glad you think so. Now, Toby, I've got to say, I I actually, I really wanted you to pick this song. Yeah. Even though I gave you a choice of other songs. Because, like, I've I've loved this song for so, so long, right? Yeah. But um, when I met you, and I think I distinctly remember the first time I ever met you, because okay. we didn't speak to each other. You, you, I was, I was in Fred's conservatory and yeah. you were standing in like the, the living room and you just like picked up a guitar and you just played Sultan's Swing <laughs> the entire way through. It is easier than talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I was doing rhythm guitar and it got to the bit where I was like, I'm staring at this guy playing Sultan's Swing and we haven't said anything to each other yet. <laughs> And then it got to the That's bit with the solo. It's like, okay, he's going to chicken out of the solo. And then you went for it. And you did the whole solo. <laughs> like, what the heck, man? You, can't, you can't back out. Come on. <laughs> Mate, you are like one of the only people I've ever seen in my life legit play that proper solo. <laughs> not, not for solo. Yeah. All the way through. Oh, I love it. Oh, well, I'm very pleased yeah. to, have, to have gained that reputation. That that was my special story now for for this song. Like whenever I think of that, listen to this song, I think of that story. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. So nice. there you go. When was the first time you heard this song? Um, it would have been when I was very young because my dad was really into Dire Straits. He he was into Dire Straits growing up when he was a kid because obviously, yeah. uh, I mean, they were big in the late uh, late eighty late seventies eighties. Um, when he would have been, I guess you know between like ten and twenty, they were. I think they were like one of the biggest bands, if not the biggest band in the world for a, for a little while. So, and then he just passed it on to me really, because we just, yeah. it's, it's just what would be on in the car, what, what he would play on guitar, what kind of things, you know, the kind of songs. And so the, yeah. I can't remember the first time I play, I learned, I listened to it. I, the day I sat down and decided I was going to learn it was in uh, my old house. Uh, out in the country and I I used to just play like rock grungy riffs 
and I just decided, actually, I want to be able to play with my dad. So I decided to just sit down and learn songs to swing. And that's just what I did for a few weeks until I could do it. And I couldn't do it very well, but well, <laughs> that's kind of my <laughs> earliest memory of, of, I mean... of the song, really. That's actually really nice that you wanted to learn it to play with your dad. I mean, when you said I couldn't do it well, I'm thinking, man, the moment you sit down and you don't realise that you're about to learn Mark Knopfler, and then within about 10 seconds, you realise you're learning Mark Knopfler because it's so hard. Yeah, Yeah, it's um, it's got a very unique style, which we'll we'll enjoy in a minute. But it's, um, (laughs) I think, I think there's a there's you you have to kind of. You, if if you want to play Mark Knopfler songs right, you have to actually play like Mark Knopfler, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess it depends if, you, if you're trying to copy Mark Knopfler or do a cover, but I think he's got such a unique way of playing fingerstyle. It's re- it's quite aggressive and um, harsh at times, which I really love. But it's um, there's just things that only Mark Knopfler does. Just little yeah. flourishes. Yeah. Things. I think it's great. Yeah, it's. Fun. I mean, just like people, you can recognize their voice. You can give two different people the same instrument and you can still like recognize them yeah. through how it sounds. You can always yeah. recognize Mark Knopfler. Yeah. Um, in fact, when I was um when I was at secondary school, I was um I was in a band with a kid who's now a you know, he's he's now a um professional studio guitarist. Um and the first time we ever met, I was just um I was just whittling away some some just whittling away on a guitar in the in the music room and he just came in and said wow you you play guitar just like Mark Knopfler and that was like <laughs> that's that's because all I used to play when I was a teenager was Mark Knopfler so everything yeah. I played sounded like Mark Knopfler and it's just yeah I love it it is funny you do get like these influences affect how you play and like yeah. I uh, yeah. I've got a mate who um he just he learned loads and loads of Joe Satriani. So if you ever let him just play lead, he plays like Joe Satriani. <laughs> so like, I mean, that's, that's fairly impressive. That's pretty impressive, to be fair. <laughs> it's like it's like two different things, though, isn't it? Because Joe Satriani is so different to Mark Knopfler. But, you yeah. know, today we're talking about Mark Knopfler. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about Joe Satriani too much. No, we don't want to either. <laughs> it's not my vibe. No, but um, and you know what as well? I've got to say, I'm going to say it in advance. Yeah, yeah. I have a favorite moment of this entire song. Right? Me too. Me too. And um, there is there is one like five second period in this entire song that is my favorite. Like whenever I listen to it, I'm waiting for that moment. Yeah, I think and... there's 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 a specific lick in the last solo that is just it was the hardest part for me to learn, but it is just the best section it's probably one of my favorite things in the whole of music okay when it comes to that mate you are you are going to have to um stop yeah, yeah. us and yeah and, mention no it. And, and i will do the same yeah. um it might be the same uh, bit um oh, yeah. well, well, well we'll look forward to that then cool so um the way we're going to do it is me and toby we're both going to listen to the song through headphones um but if there's any any point toby that you want to you know, stop and talk about a part of the song. Just, yeah. just say, and I'll just pause it on my end as well. Sounds good. And then we'll just chat about it. All right. Can't wait. Is that cool with you? Uh, it's it's very cool with me, Jake. So, Toby, over to you. You you say three, two, one, go. Whenever you think we're ready. Yeah. Okay.
I'm ready in three, two, one, go. And yeah. I didn't realise he plays rhythm and lead at the same time. Yeah, when you listen to the isolated track, I think I think there was a documentary where it showed you the isolated thing and all of the the bits in between the licks are him as well. Brilliant. It's such a good tone as well. It's the tone that made me um just fall in love with strats. Oh man. Because you just, you can't get this tone anywhere except the the mid position, the, you know. You know that it's just the out of phase pickup position on a on a strat is just I love how it's like a call and response with the vocalist as well, you know. Yeah, well, I think that's a very, um, it's a very Mark Knopfler, that's pretty much what he does with most of his things, is it's lyrics, then, then lick, lyric and lick. Yeah. You don't really get that in any other part of today, I suppose. I've just got to pause it at one moment. I'm just pausing it yeah. here, right? Yeah. You know that bit? Um, you know that bit? I've, I remember this distinctly when I learned it, and I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to get past it. You know, when he says, um, "Check out guitar, George. He knows all the chords." Yeah. So I don't know if you've got this. I've always had this kind of theory of if I like a song too much, I don't want to learn it because I like the mystery of it. Um, okay. But unfortunately, I didn't apply that theory to this song. Yeah, so yeah. I was always like, you know, because he's doing what he's saying. So check out Guitar George. He knows all the chords. And I was like, man, I wonder what those like funky chords he must be playing are. And then when I actually uh-huh. learned it, he's not really doing anything crazy at that know, bit. It's just, you know? a, it's just a D7, D7 up the fretboard, isn't it? D7 yeah, fretboard. exactly. <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, you know, that's where that's right. the curtain gets pulled back. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, that's why now that's I apply the theory. Yeah, that's fair enough. I like... um. When when they play the live, the um the, the um, rhythm guitarist uh, normally plays the the licks for this verse. Right. I remember in um it's the uh, Alchemy Live um album, which if you haven't listened to it, anyone is one of the best live albums of anyone ever. It's just absolutely incredible. Uh, <clears throat> it's just <laughs> they they did a whole they recorded a whole video of it um as well. Um, and the, the the clip when 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 the rhythm guitarist is um is playing this section, he's just going absolutely absolutely wild. Like he's, he's if you listen listening to this song, it's not the kind of song that's the most uh, the most shreddy or. But mm-hmm. um, Hal, uh, the the backing guitarist, is just going wild because that this is just his moment. And yeah, I, I yeah. love it. <laughs> Whenever I listen yeah. to that verse, I just think of Hal going absolutely wild on on the Alchemy stage in London. It's awesome. This is why I, I sometimes I I really like live versions because you get yeah. to see a bit of personality there, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And the Al- the Alchemy version is I mean I think it's ten eleven minutes long. So it's got <laughs> it's you know it's it's pretty incredible. But it's, so yeah, there's there's basically like. 10 and a half, 11 minutes of, of Mark Knopfler doing his thing. And then you get you get 20 seconds of how 
in the in the guitar George verse, and it's uh, it's just nice watching him enjoying his moment in the spotlight. <laughs> but he doesn't get too many. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Brill. So, should we continue on? Check out guitar George. He knows all the chords. Mighty strictly rhythm. He doesn't wanna make it cry or sing. Trying so hard not to sing along. Yeah. <laughs> swing <laughs> no matter how much I try and play this song I can never make it sound as good as this yeah I think I, I, I think what really changed it for me was listening to the um, isolated version yeah and I think that that really helped me to figure out how he got the tone on his guitar and also just uh, just how he yeah. plays each of the notes because it's all um there's a there's a real He's got such a good light and dark on his little licks and solos. It's um, like there's one coming up. I think it's in the next verse, which is um, just really nice and delicate. Yeah. Solo too. It's very good, isn't it? That, I'm gonna pause it there. Okay. I'm at three thirty-five. I don't know where you are. Right. I'm I'm clawing it back, but go on. Tell me so about three thirty-five. So I think it's the bit between three thirty and three thirty-five. There's a bit where he really delicately plays a couple of harmonics on the twelfth fret, and when you listen to the isolated thing, it's so. I think that just that the, the tone just kind of really is such a nice tone because it's, it's, it plays it really softly but it's so crisp mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. it's awesome this hey, should we roll it back let's, let's roll it back to um 330 all right and what are we listening for so it's the it's the um he, he plays a little run up from on it's, i think it's on the 12th fret from the on the string up to the bend at the top little harmonic Fantastic. I know the beat you're on about. Those harmonics are really beautiful. It's brilliant because he plays. He, he plays it really softly, but it's got so it's so crisp and um, it kind of cuts through in a weirdly unique way, and I just love it. This I think it's, it's probably my favorite bit of this solo. Okay, 
Right, so from 3.30, here we go. (laughs) Yeah, man, it's so good. Awesome. And I've got to, all right, I've got to hit pause now in advance. Yeah. I'm just going to pause it now because I have to tell you my favorite moment is coming up. Okay. Oh, my favorite moment is actually, you know, when he says good night and now it's time to go home. Yeah. And I think he says, and he says it last with just one thing. And I can't yeah. remember exactly which it comes after, but there's a drum break that goes, gee, 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 gee. do you know the bit I'm on about? <laughs> yes. I think, I think that is the one. I think that's it, another thing is, when I, whenever I play this song in a band, um, particularly when I play it with my dad, who's an incredible drummer, you don't you don't realise how wild the drums are in this song, especially in the exactly. live version. It's um, it's it's a pre- it, when when you when you play it live with a drummer, it's actually pretty heavy. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. So so that drum break is one of my all time favourite like oh, really? five seconds of music in all history. That's Oh, well, I'll enjoy it. I'll enjoy it even more now. It's just like, it's just like, as you hear it, it's just that tiny little yeah. thing that's so different to the entire song. Yeah. That it's like that black spot on a white piece of paper. You you just notice it. It stands yeah. out in the whole song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's coming up in the next verse. That's why I had to say, you know. <laughs> well, I think I, I like the, um. you kind of, we kind of just covered it in the last verse, but the story, uh, yeah, the story of the song. Go on. So, so Mark, Mark Knopfler is an incredible musical storyteller. So pretty much every Mark Knopfler song ha- is a story or it's like him playing a character. Um, and Songs of Swing is the story of when Mark Knopfler went to a, um, a bar, I can't remember where, and he watched this band that were pretty rubbish. There was a, ba- a band playing in a bar that were not, not that great and they took themselves way too seriously. So this song is... Um, uh, Mark, so Mark Knopfler is singing from the point of view of the front man of this band who played a slightly rubbish set basically and then ended the gig by saying thank you we've been the Sultans of Swing so right. it's, it's kind of a it's funny because it's a bit of an ironic song it's kind of making fun of this slightly rubbish band who took themselves too seriously and it ended up being probably Dire Straits biggest ever well one of their biggest ever songs well yeah I mean I'm really I'm... cool I'm actually listening to it on Spotify now, and it's uh, got 872 million hits. So yeah. <laughs> it's done all right. It's done okay, isn't it? Yeah, it's done all right. I'd be pretty it's miffed if I was the actual Sultans of Swing that this was based on. But yeah, it's got just a few more hits than this podcast, but just a few. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a way to go, but we're, we're catching up, mate. I am glad you told me that because I love the stories of music, and I didn't yeah. know that about this song. So that's, that's great. Really I mean, good. you should. When, whenever you listen to a Die Straits or Martin Offer song, it, there is literally almost always a story. And sometimes they're really weird, but sometimes they're brilliant. Mate, that's amazing. Okie dokie, are you ready okay, to hit okay. play? Right 
Oh, it's coming up. Here we go. The drums. Yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, yeah, the little the little ride symbol run. That's right. Yeah, man. You know this is the quiet before the storm now, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, you know what? I know what's coming as well, but I'm just looking forward to listening to it with you. Oh, it's just so good. I think you just listen to the whole thing at least once. <laughs> if anyone hasn't ever appreciated this song, they should by the end of this podcast. Yeah, here we go. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, man, such a good song. Do you know what? My only pet peeve with it. What? I've got one problem. Is it fade out? I hate fade outs, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I should listen to the live version then. Yeah, true. There you go. The live, the live version in, in Alchemy is it's an epic ending. You'll love it. That is an epic song. Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? Do you know what, as well, I was just thinking that he does all of that with clean. Like, if you're on yeah. overdrive, you've got a little bit of forgiveness, but you've got no forgiveness when you're on clean. He's got, he's such a, he's a very precise player, but it's, um, I think I think he's he's clean with a he's got a bit of chorus and a bit of um delay and reverb. You listen to the I think it is anyway. But it's um it's lovely. <laughs> I just love the way you sum that up, man. It's just it's, lovely. It's just lovely, isn't it? It's just lovely. Salt's <laughs> a swing, it's just lovely. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. I tell you what, people um the last solo is is obviously epic. I think it's I think it's a really well constructed solo. It's um, it just it builds really nicely, and it's mm-hmm. not all out, you know, it's all, not all out wild all the time. I think mm-hmm. people 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 are really impressed by the last bit at the end. I'm going to grab my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really explain it. People are really people are mostly go wow when you do the. The, the whittly bit at the end. Yeah. But it's not actually it's not actually the hardest bit. It's just fast. But if you're finger picking, it's not that tricky. Yeah. I think um five oh seven. Right. There's just a little run of um if you start at five oh seven, I think it's until five Yeah, go from five oh five until five fourteen I make it. That that riff that he plays at five eleven is um, it's like a signature riff almost. He's um, mm-hmm. he plays he plays that riff in loads of songs, um, and that that bit was one of the long that took one of the longest times out of the whole song, um, but it's one it's one that's beneficial to learn if mm. <laughs> if you're into Mark Knopfler because he uses it a lot. 
Well, well um, you are into Mark Knopfler, so that I makes a lot of You could say that I'm into Mark Knopfler. <laughs> You're basically like, yeah, replicate <laughs> Mark Knopfler's guitar work, man. So, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad we've listened to this song, bro. I am glad great. we've listened to this song. Fun. Yeah, this is, a, this is a great choice. <laughs> there we go. Well, I, can, so, I can't half go on about Dire Straits and Mark Knopfler. So. I think we could. So... Uh, if if people haven't got annoyed enough uh, starting and stopping <laughs> it, well tough. But uh, they'll have to go and listen to it for themselves. Absolutely. Um, oh, I was so tempted to go on waffling about Pink Floyd there and how uh, comparing solos, but I won't. I won't. We'll save that. Save it. Save it for a Pink Floyd fan. Um. Yeah. 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 We've got a Pink I'll, Floyd. I'll be, wa- that'll be a wasted conversation uh, with me. No. Okay. No well. Uh, we're gonna. Skip past this because we have a Pink Floyd episode coming up in a few weeks. So. Right, there we go. No spoilers. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks so much, Toby, for uh, listening you, to. Jake. That was Dalton lovely. Green. And um, yeah, absolutely. It's it been will. a lot of fun having you. And I, I look forward to coming back if I'm yeah. if people are not too bored. <laughs> awesome. See you, Amazing. Toby. Thank you, Jake. So that was Dire Straits, Sultans of Swing, listened to by me and Toby Clark. Um, he's just got so much wisdom when it comes to Mark Knopfler. So what a great interview. Um, so I uh, thought to also let you know that we've now got an Instagram page, Vibe Club Podcast. Uh, feel free to go and follow that if you want to keep up to date on Uh, episodes that are in the pipeline or soon to come out or when a new episode is released because I'll post it on there and um, if there's any particular songs that you think you'd love to chat about uh, then DM me and perhaps we can get an episode on that but uh, yeah definitely stick around because we've got a few more guests in the pipeline for the next couple uh, episodes hopefully all being well so stick around if you want to listen to those ones too and uh They'll be updated on the Instagram when they're released as well.